This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. It's time for the Odds Couple alongside Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFalco, and we're presented, as always, by PropSwap with you here on the great ESPN Chicago app. You'll get the Encore replay on Saturday morning from 8 to 9 on ESPN 1000. After uh, being away for a week, I am very happy to be back. I understand uh, Randy did a good job sitting in last week. His picks, maybe not so much, but Mikey carried the mail last week, right? Yeah, and Randy did a great job. I love Randy. He did a tremendous job hosting the show, Carm. Did miss you, and uh, I'll tell you what, uh, it was a good, good week. Uh, uh, great week in basketball. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, I mean, I liked them plus 300. You, we talked about this at the beginning, did nothing about it. Uh, but uh, congratulations to them. Uh, I hope they do it again. I love the I love Giannis. I love the team. They played team ball. It was a beautiful thing. So hey, it's all good. We got uh, heavy baseball now. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be doing anything in the Olympics. I might uh, look at diving or something in swimming. Uh, I don't know how they do that, but you know, do you get plus three lengths to get, uh, if yeah, you plus got somebody? three lengths? <laughs> yeah. You know, minus one and a half lengths. You know, I mean, uh, stuff like that. But it's going to be fun. Right now, it's traditional. It's mostly baseball. And then we're waiting, of course, for the National Football League to get started. I'll pick Mike's brain on some NFL stuff today, too. And in the coming weeks, that's what we'll do because training camp is right around the corner. I mean, the Bears, after today, next time we talk, the Bears will be a day into training camp, actually. So that's fun. And we'll talk some future stuff in the next couple of weeks. But Mike's right. It'll be a lot of baseball. The Olympics are going on. We'll see if they can pull this off successfully. They're going to try. I don't watch much Olympics, never been a huge Olympics no. guy. I'll watch the basketball. I'll watch the women's soccer. They have a game that starts early in the morning for us, late in the day tomorrow in Tokyo. They are a huge favorite to win that game. I, I couldn't believe when I was on my app before, my points bet app, that's where I make my wagers, mm. the number of Olympic bets. I mean, Mike, there's there's got to be 400 bets you can make. I Like, it's crazy. And you're right. It's yeah, swimming. I don't know. What it's, do you I get? Don't, like- I don't know. Do you get like uh, you know in the javelin plus five and a half feet? I mean, I, I don't no know what idea. you do. I mean, uh, it's going to be interesting uh, to to see. Uh, it, it's going to help a little bit. Uh, I think it's smart to be able to bet on the Olympics. It wasn't always like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so maybe I'll watch more of the Olympics. Uh, the last time I really watched the Olympics in earnest, I mean completely, and they used to be much bigger than they are now, folks. Uh, was when Bruce Jenner was running <laughs> and George Foreman was boxing. Long you time. know, yeah. uh, it seems to have lost some of his zest. I know Michael Phelps made it good uh, down the line here. So I'm expecting, I mean, I mean I'm still reeling from the Nigeria win against the United States <laughs> in basketball, uh, but they're still heavily favored. So they we'll are. see what happens. They're still a minus 385 favorite to wow. win gold. Australia is the second choice at 7-1. to one. Spain is the third choice at 9-1, to one, and France is 16-1. to one. Yeah, I still think USA will win, right? I don't know if I feel comfortable enough to put down almost no. $4 to win one, but I still think they'll win gold, don't you? Wow, you hope so. I mean, I saw Australia. I mean, here's the, here's the disadvantage for our guys. They, they get done with the season, and then, you know, I give Kevin Durant and all these guys credit for playing. Uh, they come together in a very short time, but the Nigeria loss was a wake-up call for them. But then they lose to Joe Ingles. 
and and Australia. Yeah. So I'd like to say they're going to win it. It's not a fait complete like it used to be. That's all I'm going to tell people because we don't have really our greatest players. Yeah. Except for we got Durant, we got Lillard, but we got some other guys that you know have never been in this type of situation before. Uh, so we'll see what Pop and everybody has going. I would love to see them win, but. Uh, you know, it would would it surprise you if they lost? I, I don't think it would stun no. me. I think no. you're right. And let's face it, Mike, the rest of the world, thanks in large part to Michael, I mean, they've yep. caught up. I mean, bad, like a lot of these countries have pros on their squad. And I mean, thanks to our coaches who used yeah. to go overseas yes. and yeah. run clinics yep. and to Kobe Bryant yep. and to Michael Jordan. And, you know, coaching is different across the pond or wherever you want to go. It just seems like... They are more nose to the grindstone. They play fundamental basketball. I mean, look at your look at your MVP this year in the uh, in the NBA. It was Jokic, and then your MVP in the finals was yeah. uh, Anna DeCupo. Yep. I, I mean, from Greece. Yep. So I, I mean, they're not even American players. I mean, who saw this coming? And then you got Doncic and other people coming. So uh, you know what? I, I think they'll win it. I hope they win it. I'm always rooting for the USA, but I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. And you're right. Minus 380 is a hell of a lot of money yeah. uh, to put down to win $100. Yeah, yeah. I think you hit it on the head, too, with the gambling aspect here. That can't hurt the Olympics. No. Like it, 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 this is what everybody gets juiced up about. It's why the NFL is king in, in large part. With all those wagers, I mean, you might look at it and your head spins a little. Mine was this morning, but people could casually start going in there and finding wagers they might want to make, and then that tunes them into the games. It's are we actually best thing for be, them. Are we actually going to be uh, uh, doing a first on the odds couple, maybe uh, taking a team and rowing? You know what I mean? There's and, like uh, there's 40 options. There's like you can make 40 <laughs> wagers in rowing, Mike. It's unbelievable. We yeah. might have to do that before the Olympics. Are oh, over. we got to do we got to do some Olympic bets down the line. But uh, right now it's a little bit too early. Yeah, I know. Let's uh, see how it goes in the first week. So I mentioned football around the corner. Uh, the fantasy football championship presented by Miller Lite is oh. Saturday, August 21st. Um, this has been a great event over the years. I'm so excited. I was told that me and Mike and Luke Pergandy are going to be doing a little gambling segment. I'm juiced up for that. Yeah, me too. Mike, you'll experience this thing for the first time. You're going to love it. 115 Bourbon Street's an all-time classic. Well, you know what's funny? I helped open that joint. I'm not shocked. <laughs> I mean, not. I mean, I used to, I don't know if it's the same owners uh, that were there. I'll find out when I get there. I haven't been there for a long time. I think it opened, I want to say 2005, 2006. I think we did a remote there back in the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, I'm, I'm anxious to get out there. It's going to be. I love representing the ESPN 1000. It's going to be our first public appearance. I'm, I'm thinking of something. I, I want to get your take on this. Uh, I'm looking for a peach-colored suit. <laughs> I'm thinking of coming uh, as Ace Rothstein. Uh, How great I'm, would that be? <laughs> I was actually. I got the sunglasses. I got the sunglasses. You know the heavy. Doing oh, sunglasses yeah, the, the with ones the, he's wearing at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the awning over him, it uh-huh. seems like. Yep. Uh, I don't know whether to go on stage and uh, Dude, put on a pair of pants with blue silk underwear like he was in the office. Right, without his pants on. Without yeah. his pants on, with the blue shoes, or to go with the peach-colored suit with the cigarette holder. Well, I haven't decided if I'm going to come as Ace Rothstein yet, uh, we'll but I'm looking Nikki, around. We'll go as Nikki and Ace. That's beautiful. That would be great. <laughs> It's funny, every week when I promote the show uh, and the podcast on Instagram, I always put a picture of 
Oh yeah, of Robert De Niro as Ace Rothstein in Casino. Like that's always the picture. I'm he's very close to coming dressed like <laughs> that's him. So great. I am very close. To, I'm very excited about doing uh, the appearance. Number one, I'm very happy. I'm very blessed with my career. It's my 30th year, and I get to make an appearance on behalf of ESPN 1000 and hang with you. It's our first public appearance. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, you know. So it's going to be a gas. Uh, hey, I don't know if it's sold out yet. But you don't want to. It miss will this, be there. They it always is. Tickets yep. are on sale. Uh, Eight o'clock. It's going to start on Saturday, August twenty first. It's going to be a great morning and afternoon. Yep. ESPN Chicago FFC. That's where you buy your tickets. ESPN Chicago FFC dot com, and it's sponsored in part by Prop Swap. Yep. Uh, our guys Hooters, Bentonhausen Automotive, and Three Cheese. So I very much look forward to that. Yep. Speaking of prop swap, when we come back, our guy Luke Pergani is going to join us. There's an interesting Jacob DeGrom ticket for sale right now on prop swap. We will talk to Luke about that. Mike and I will work uh, through the baseball card for the day. I mean, the White Sox are playing. The White Sox and Brewers might be playing the marquee series of the weekend. Forget about Yankees and Red Sox. White Sox-Brewers is a really intriguing series, Mike. So oh, my gosh. It. It's a big series, and I got to pick on this game. Folks. I love it. So, I love it. Uh, you know, I went through it. I mean, it's it's that time of year. We're going to be baseball intensive, like I said, uh, but we will uh, down the line have some Olympics. Who knows if we'll get some pro- other prop bets up, but I, I had a great finals. I hung with Milwaukee most of the time. Good. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk more about that, but uh, it was just a, a great, great series for the NBA. I was very happy that things worked out and that a guy that didn't want to go somewhere else yep. to play, to join a super team, played out of the Midwest for us, played in that little market, M- Milwaukee. I, I was just so happy for the whole city, and, and it's been 50 years, so congratulations to them. I think that's why everybody likes him so much right now. Uh, I also got some fun NFL stuff for Mike, so we got a lot to do. Don't go anywhere, folks. And Luke Pergandy from PropSwap will join us when we come back next. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week to talk sports and sports gambling. And we've got our guy, one of the founding partners of prop swap which is taking the gambling world by storm he's a chicago guy he joins us every week say hi to luke pergandy oh, 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 <laughs> how about morikawa yeah there you go there's a winner winner chicken dinner absolutely um the 24 year old kid out of berkeley just coming onto the scene in the british open uh so he was we sold many morikawa tickets i'd say the largest was sold on sunday a uh, buyer turned 4000 into 5500 uh, you know that's about minus 350 minus 400 odds um, but yeah you know, we always talk about like you can buy and sell tickets up until the last hole of this thing and the buyer swooped in and made a lot of money on on Colin when he was he was on about the ninth hole at the time there was a phoenix suns ticket that we talked a lot about in recent weeks uh, because, you know considering the run Guy uh, got in early, sold it. A buyer thought, I'll take a chance to maybe make, I think he could have turned five hundred and sixteen grand, but uh, unfortunately, he does not. So it doesn't always end well for everybody, but it ended well for one guy that sold that ticket, Luke. Yeah. You know, when, when we announced that sale on Twitter, um, when he sold it a $500 40-to-1 ticket for 16000 everyone on Twitter erupted and said, what a dumb sale, Thunder a lock. 
Like oh this, God. this guy's an idiot for selling, and he looks pretty smart right now. Sure does. He does, and I and I'm watching Vissen this morning, and uh, they brought up Prop Swap, and they brought up uh, how the odds are better at Prop Swap than anywhere else. We've already known that, but they brought up a ticket, Luke, and uh, I guess it's Tampa Bay Bucks, Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm. There's a, and they need one more. A guy needs one more. A fifty-dollar ticket can cash for one hundred thirty thousand. Cool. He needs the White Sox. Oh my God! And and they brought that up. And I I I, I don't know if that's still there. Or if if he was Mitch Moss was mistaken. What's the story on that? You know anything about that? Yeah. Um, so we're trying to convince him to post it for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it would sell for. Sell for around thirty thousand, right? Right, now. thirty-two thousand. Um, they said at the time. So wait, Luke. So he bought. Yeah. So he he's got a fifty-dollar investment here. He could. You think he can maybe flip it for thirty k? Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I mean, look. You know, how many White Sox uh, buyers we have. You know, in Chicago and elsewhere, they're they're a really popular team this year. Um, wow. Yeah, we have we have no shortage of demand for White Sox futures. Now he might have to offer a discount. If, you know, thirty-two G's is a big price tag. You might have to let it go for like twenty eight thousand, but mm-hmm. um, you know market value is around thirty two thousand for that. So Don't. if he offers a, a relatively, you know. Uh, a moderate discount, we'll find him a buyer for that. I mean, and don't you like? Let's listen to the advice that you've given over the the months and the years. Don't I mean? Don't you sell that, and then if you want, take ten k. Let's say he sells it for thirty. Take a third of that and put it on the White Sox at five to one right, right. now. Right. Go go right back to the window and put another ten down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, and, and he, like, so okay. Even if you bust out on that, you you made yourself twenty grand on a. That's right. You know, on a on a fifty dollar bet, like you've got to you've got to take that advice. You got to take the, the money. You got to. Well, let me ask Absolutely. Luke this: What happened with the Milwaukee fans? How about the people that sold the Milwaukee tickets? Now, once again, you could sell the Milwaukee ticket. And then go bet Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some people do that. I don't. I think some people don't. But was there some seller's remorse? I'm sure there was. Of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah. I mean, look. Like you know, there was. Let's take the NFL for example. There's 32 NFL teams. 31 futures bets <laughs> should have been sold every single year. Right. Right. So yes, you're going to sell some winners, but sure. um, you know the hope is that you've made some profit like in this example if say you sell the white Sox and they win this thing like yes you sold the winner but look at how much money you locked yep. in god forbid you know so some injury happens or you know the dodgers win in a six-game series whatever it is um, at least you've locked in some money and again like i'm just said just go make another bet yeah right so you still have you still have upside if if Chicago wins this thing. Look, I bought uh, on Prop Swap last year during the NFL season. We talked about this. I bought an Aaron Rodgers MVP ticket. Yeah, I, I sold it. You know, when when he when he's a you know winning that thing at the end of the year, I'm like, hey, I kind of wish I still made profit. Sure, I mean, I still made money. You know, I mean, it's like, yeah, sometimes you're going to sell ones that are going to end up being winners, but that's just the way it goes. No question. Yeah. All right, no Luke. Uh, oh, and I saw Degrom. You know, like Degrom's interesting right now because he's hurt and it's kind of cloudy. We don't really know what's going to happen. But listen, there's a ticket for sale. We talked about this on on the show with me and Yurko earlier today. You guys have like a two to one MVP ticket. I mean, a lot of books have taken it down because of yeah. his injury. But like DraftKings is still offering him at like minus one fifty. I mean, if you feel good about it, you could still get a two-to-one ticket for 80 bucks on PropSwap right now. I thought that one was interesting because you're not going to get Jacob DeGrom for MVP at two-to-one anywhere. Correct. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, another kind of differentiated between us and the sports books is when books get hesitant about hanging lines, you know, in this example, we don't really know what the DeGrom injury is. Uh, is it substantial? Is it not? PropSwap still has tickets for sale because yeah. you're buying from someone else. So there's a ton of examples like that where, uh, rightfully so, books will take things down. It's just too news is too uncertain about a given event. Yeah. Books will take the line off, but you can still buy tickets on PropSwap for that event. All right, Luke, great stuff, buddy. Have an awesome weekend. We will talk to you next Friday. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Mike. Bye, Carmen. See you, bud. <laughs> we'll see you August 21st. <laughs> I can't wait. Luke will be in town for that, for the Fantasy Football Convention. Um, and that's that's an incredible ticket. I mean, It's that, a 14-parlay, the one I was talking about. Okay. He got three of the teams. Unbelievable. He needs the White Sox. Dude, I mean. Okay? And if he gets the White Sox, now, I sell it. Because oh, my God, White you've got to, Mike. You've got to sell it. Yeah, it's too much of that. That one there, I mean, he already picked the Lightning. He picked uh, the Bucks, the Tampa Bay Bucks. I forget the other team he oh took. Oh, my God. I think he took Milwaukee oh. in basketball, and now he's got the White Sox. Now, you got to like his prognostication skills, and you got to like our chances with the White Sox. But it's too much of a crapshoot. You don't know what's going to happen. The Sox have had all sorts of injuries. We don't know if a lot of these guys are going to be able to come back fully. But right now, you got to sell it. He can make th- what they said said this morning is they put, he put it up for sale around. They're trying to talk him into putting up for sale between thirty and thirty. That's grand. market value right now on a yep. fifty dollar bet, and just take like take said, that, take ten grand and put it back on I mean, the White Sox. That's all because if you keep it and they win, he'd win one hundred thirty five thousand. But if you keep it and they lose, you get nothing. Yeah, I, I, I've, I'd sell it. You got to sell it, and you got to put a little money then on the Sox. By the way, the Sox, like, points bet's got the Sox at third choice right now, plus 650. But that just goes to show you what 10,000 can do on plus 650. So mm-hmm. you can still feel good about your weight, yeah. even if you sell that ticket. The Dodgers are still the favorite, Ugh. even though they're three games out of first in that yeah. division. They had The ba- Giants own them. Heartbreaker the last two nights for the Dodgers. Well, yeah. they got to get a relief pitcher, and that's where yeah. I think uh, the Kimbrell might be the Ooh, guy. That's uh, now I'm thinking the Cubs could get some some good tools if they offer him to the Dodgers. That being said, what I'm hearing, you know, Roberts is sort of stubborn, and Kel, uh, you know, Jansen's done a good job for the Dodgers. But he, listen to this: he's uh, given up 11 base runners out of his last 14 batters. Ooh. 11 hits out of his last 14 batters. So right now, he's in a little bit. they got to decide if he's losing it or if he's in a slump. Can you believe the Giants? On, we're almost uh, at the end of July and are still in first. I feel like in May we were talking about, yeah, it's a nice story, but they won't, they won't be there. You, like, we were talking about Giants division odds at, like, they were still 9-1 to one or something. Yeah. And now here we are. We're past the All-Star break. We're going into August, and they still have a three-game lead in that division. I, like, Buster Posey's had an incredible year. I it's amazing that they're in that spot right now in that division, considering how good it is, Mike. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, they've done a great job. Uh, Gabe Kapler, who was considered not a really good manager, who's at Philadelphia, didn't get the job done. Um, you know, you look at him in the, in the National League, you, you probably have LaRusso, although I'm hearing people that like Alex Cora also. It doesn't matter. Uh, right now, I think the leaders in the clubhouse are LaRusso for the American yeah, League and uh, Gabe Kapler 
in San Francisco. I mean, he's yeah. he's done such a tremendous job. Nobody, tremendous. I mean, nobody. Uh, Willie McCovey isn't walking through that door. <laughs> Willie Mays ain't walking through that door. But boy, what a career Buster Posey is! Unbelievable. I mean, right? I, and he had a he had a really bad injury with the collision at home plate, and he's bounced back from that. And uh, I mean, they're just doing a tremendous job. And just like it would be nice to have some new blood in there if indeed it happened, just like it happened with the NBA with Milwaukee yeah. and Phoenix. The White Sox might be playing the uh, series of the weekend. When we come back, Mike and I are going dis- to uh, discuss that a little bit. You know, Mike's got something on the game tonight and what a pitching matchup it is. He'll give you that in his best play, but we'll go through some more of the baseball board, and i got a few fun NFL things about the cool. Bears, some props, uh, some future prop stuff for the Bears with the 2021 season right around the corner as training camp starts next week. So don't go anywhere, folks. We are cruising along, having a great time. Mike and Carmen with you on The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Carmen DeFalco, Mike North with you every week here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. If you miss anything, just catch up on that app. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North and North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco, and Mike's always got great stuff there on Twitter. Uh, he's got the Win Daily stuff every day. That's at 11, right, Mike? The 11 Win o'clock yep, to 11 20, the fastest 20 minutes in sports. Yep. Got some picks up there. We've been doing real well. I appreciate it, Carmen. Yankees and Red Sox are playing this weekend. I've got something on uh, game two of that series mm-hmm. a little bit later. Cool. Um, they, and you talk about a heartbreaker for oh. the Yankees last night. Yankees are just 2-8 and eight against the Red Sox so far this year, and they had an absolute heartbreaker last night. Two wild pitches hurt them. There were, yeah, there were four in that inning, if you can I know, it. but the first two, really. And they, you're right, there were four, and, you know, they're imploding, and Aaron Boone, yeah. I, there, there's loudness to get rid of him. Loudness. Yeah. The, that, Yan- the Yankee fans can't stand him. No. Yeah. Not a big, they're not a big fan of his. So uh, even though that series is going on on the East Coast, White Sox and Brewers taking center stage. That's going to be Sunday night baseball. Um, these are two teams with incredible pitching. The White Sox and the Brewers are one and four, respectively, in uh, pitching war, according to Fangraphs. Mm-hmm. The Sox have the best team ERA in the American League at 3.58. The Brewers are third best in baseball at 3.39. Both teams are top five in MLB in starters ERA. And we got a dandy tonight with Peralta against Giolito. Peralta's been incredible at home. So this is really, this is like when they used to be rivals in the AL. This should be a good series this weekend, Mike. Remember Don Cooper, how hurt he was? And I don't blame him, but he had been there for a long time, had a good run. Then the Sox changed pitching coaches. How much has that had to do with it? I don't know. But these pitchers are all big timers, man. Um, The White Sox, Giolito's going tonight, right? Yep. You know, he's been good. He's hit me better in the second half Last than he was in was the great. first. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be a great series. I, I, the White Sox are not favored in this series. Uh, I cannot believe, I heard somebody the other day, I won't mention the TV show, it's on in the morning. They mentioned that A.J. Hinch might be eligible for manager of the year. He shouldn't be ma- eligible for anything. He should be banned from any <laughs> postseason awards. That being said, they're five under 500. Tony LaRussa. Let me just say this to everybody. How many teams could lose five starters? I'm talking he lost his whole outfield, Eloy, he lost Robert, and Eaton didn't work out. They lost Mattergrill, and they lost Grandel. He's lost five starters. 
and the pitching, you're right, Carm, has been there, gotten it done, but they're also hitting the baseball. Yeah, they're fifth in runs. The White I mean, Sox Gavin, Gavin Sheets, yeah. I mean, guys like this uh, showing up, I just think that uh, they got it all together. They don't seem intimidated by anybody. They just seem like... They're so sure of themselves. Yeah, they do. They seem like they get that mojo going on. Like, she right. comes up and hits a big walk-off. And, like, they've had so many different contributors. Um, teams are hitting a buck oh nine against Freddie Peralta in Milwaukee. Oh. They're slugging just two eighteen against him. So, factor that into anything that you might do tonight. I mean, the total's low in this game with these two starters. It's mm-hmm. only seven and a half. So, yeah. you got to look to I think that's reflective of how good the pitching is, Mike. That's right. I mean, and, and think about this. It's an American League team with that kind of ERA. Now, I've always said that it's tough for pitchers in the American League because of the DH. Yeah. Yet, Carmen just read you what the Sox ERA is. Yep. That's National League stuff it's to great. me. It is. It's yep. National League stuff against, I mean, the, the, the Lance Lynn, uh, Rodon, I think I'm more surprised by Lance Lynn. I, I, I Rodon, I never even considered, to be honest with you. But Lance Lynn was a guy I thought would win 10, 12 games, eat up some innings. Yeah. That's it. He's be been better than that, right? Yeah. Oh, he's been a lot better than that. And there's a couple of these guys that are up for Cy Young. He's in the Cy Young conversation. So is Rodon. They've been absolutely great. Absolutely sensational. We mentioned the Dodgers earlier and how they had a tough time the last couple of nights. Right. Kenley Jansen. I, I think they're going to take out their aggressions on the Rockies tonight, Mike. Oh. They're, they're, well, I think a lot of people do most of the time. I, right? think, I think you're right, especially on the road. So, like, the Diamondbacks are here playing the Cubs. Um, this weekend, we all know about the Diamondback struggles. They're, they're they're brutal. They had like I think a twenty three or twenty four game road losing streak earlier this year. Twenty four games. Think about that. And they still don't have the worst road record in baseball. That belongs to the Rockies at nine and thirty four away from Coors Field. Now, there's no way you'd bet the money line here because no. crazy things can happen in baseball, and you got to lay three dollars to win one. But the, the run line where L.A.'s laying 140 minus the run and a half might not be crazy. David Price has actually pitched well, and I think the Dodgers are going to take out some aggression on the Rockies tonight. Well, they better. Yeah. I mean, look at it. I mean, uh, look, the Lakers played and won in the bubble. Uh, the Dodgers finally won a World Series in the COVID year. I said, you know, can they win with a 162-game schedule? I'm not so sure of that. And so far, San Francisco's been the better team. They seem precise. They seem consistent. But you're right. They should beat up on Colorado. I know that Roberts got thrown out of the game last night, or he, he went out there with the umpire. They should have won that game. There was a check swing uh, mm. by uh, the, the Giants. It should have been a strikeout. They should have gotten out of the inning. It didn't happen. The next guy got a base hit, and, uh, and the doors opened up. So, yeah, they should take care of Colorado. But uh, the Dodgers don't seem like a cinch right now. They yeah. really don't. Do you? I, no. I know that they're still favored, but, you know, we've been waiting for them to take over San Francisco now for, what, about three months? Uh, yeah, you're right. Another team that's dealt with a ton of injuries, like the White Sox. Now, they play in a tougher division. Um, the White Sox have a little bit of uh, luck, I guess you'd say, on their side there. Yep. But that, that's fine. You know, you don't apologize for that. It no. Is, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, the Dodgers, with all the injuries, I mean, still playing good baseball, still being one of the favorites, uh, still have to overcome a three-game uh you know, a, if a somebody says hole. right now Giants or Dodgers to win it, you got to put down just put down five hundred uh, flat. Uh, if the and you, which one, which which team would you pick? If you made me pick, I'd still take the Dodgers. Yeah, it's pretty hard not to take them, but right? that's on. It's sort of like we still don't believe the Giants. Yeah, I know, which is maybe right? an insult to them, but I'm kind of with you. Like, I'm, I think yeah. maybe that's how they're feeling too. Yeah. Kapler seems like very stoic. 
in the dugout, does it? I think the other place where he's at, he was excitable and yeah, stuff like really, that. Yeah. Or he was trying different things. He didn't. He was inexperienced. This time, he just seems well-grounded. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen there. But that's going to be a good race. All right, some fun NFL stuff here. The uh, yeah. season's right around the corner. Three teams already reported to camp this week. Bears report next week. I believe the rookies have to actually be in there on Monday, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's uh, let's have some fun here. An NFL team to go 17-0. and Remember, 18 weeks now, 17-game season. Tampa Bay's 50 to 1, KC 40 to 1. Either team go 17 and 0? No. no and I think the reason is, Carm, because of the COVID situation. I think you could be right. Because of what uh, has happened. Because the commissioner said, you know what? There might be forfeits. Uh, there's one team that I uh, read on Twitter today, according to sources, seven of the best players don't have the vaccines. Now, that oh. might be the Buffalo Bills. Oh, man. Okay? Now, if you're a Buffalo Bill fan, okay, and you have high hopes, there was no team that was more together, and there's been no team that's been more together. They had a cohesive unit last year. All the players got along. There seems to be some dissension now yeah. in the ranks because there's players that got the vaccine that are telling other players, you're putting our season in jeopardy. Those players are saying, guess what? We're free people. We don't have to take the vaccine. So, I would not lean on Buffalo right now because I don't think they're going to have the same locker room they've had in the past because of the COVID situation and the vaccine situation. You make great points, and it's going to factor into the calculus for absolutely some of the, some of the futures bets. I was I'm thinking about making as I've done my prep for the NFL. Like, there's some scheduling things. In, in, in look, I think the team's very good, and there's some scheduling things that really make me like. Buffalo for, you know, they're over for potentially most regular season wins because you can get them at about 10 to 1. But you make an excellent point there, Mike. I mean, if there is if there is any dissension, if they lose a game or if they forfeit a game, I think the NFL's kind of, I don't know. Like, they're trying to protect their brand. They, they, they're they, trying yeah, to protect and their business. Like, and, I, and I also think they're, like, some of it's maybe a little bravado right now. Like, I don't really know that they're going to forfeit. I mean, they, they went... They bent over backwards to get every single game in last year. I think they'll do that again. I do too. But no, I mean, you bring up an excellent point about, and this stuff is going to factor in how we make these. What happens if Josh Allen didn't get the vaccine? He gets COVID. Please, I mean, then right? You're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, then they got a very capable quarterback (laughs) backing them up. But that's beside the point. But you know what? What happens if he didn't do it? I was waiting for it. What happens if Mitch and Josh get it? Then they're screwed. I love it. Let me tell you something. I'm going to be honest with everybody. I got the vaccine. I got the Johnson. Mm-hmm. BB got the Johnson. We haven't been sick in 10 years. We had bad colds last week. Yeah. I got it two months ago, but you know me. Okay, I go, should I have gotten the shot? Of course I should have gotten the shot. Yeah. But the pressure, yeah. I mean, that these players are under from other players in their locker room yeah. and the back and forth, I think Buffalo might be a team to stay away from. This is I a, do. That's a very interesting point. Uh, NFL team to go 0-17. They've listed Houston and Detroit. Those would be the two obvious ones. They're going to be brutal. Houston 25-1, to Detroit 28-1. to Either team go 0-17? I don't think so, but I will tell you this. I saw Watson is 30-1 uh, to mm-hmm. still to win uh, MVP uh, of the league. Now, that's not, you know, it's still far-fetched. I mean, he may not even play. He might be on the commissioner's list for the situation that he's in because he's been a lot better odds in the past. I mean, I got Mahomes at plus 625 right now, Russell Wilson at 10-1. to 1. Yep. The surprise to me is Kyler Murray. He's third at plus 850. Hmm. That's sort of weird, that isn't is it? That is a little surprising to me. See, to me, that's a play I'm going to make. 
Is that going to be the surprise team? Is Kyler Murray going to step out? Before, you know, and he got hurt last year, in fairness to him. The numbers weren't pretty down the stretch for them, but he was hurt. That's, uh, you know. I'll give you another one. Tannehill's 25 to 1. Tannehill's been great the last two years. Now, do they take the next step? Do they end up going farther in the playoffs? Uh, Tannehill at 25 to 1. Is a good buy since he's come with Tennessee. The, the problem is I feel like if they're good. He's got good receivers, too. He does, when he's got Julio now. That's, That's right. That's an interesting point. I just feel like everything they do is based still kind of around Derrick Henry mm. and, like, their ability to run the ball. I don't know. That's an interesting one. That's like, a good point, but, too. But having Julio, man, I'll tell you. The well, I think they're going to open better. it up more. I think Henry's going to be better because of it, but how yeah. much better can Henry be? Another thing you got to worry about is injuries. Yeah. As a, I mean, I see where Tom Brady's got good uh, – no, I think Tom Brady's like 18-1. to 1. So, uh, That sounds about right. Somewhere in that vicinity, yeah. I believe, yeah. Uh, he's 43 years yeah, old. He's... But 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 my point was, shouldn't he be better 10-1, to 9-1? Eight to one. You know what I mean? If he's actually going to win, I think a lot of people are going to put money down on Tom Brady. I think they might be disappointed. Everything came into place. Boy, is he cocky lately. Oh, my God. Oh, my. What happened to him? I guess he can be, though. He got seven of those damn rings. I understand. (laughs) But he's never been a boisterous guy for the most part. He's been very careful and everything else. Now he's busting tail. I love it. He's busting chops. All right, when we come back, Mike and I are going to talk to our buddy Jim Miller. Jimmy! We'll get some ponies for the weekend. We got best plays still. Don't go anywhere, folks. We got more to do, and we're having fun. It's the Odds Couple, uh, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap, Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We've had so much fun, and we still have more to do. We'll give you our best plays, and it's that fabulous time in the show where we get some ponies for the weekend. So we always turn to the best in the business, the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. You follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim. He is Jim Miller. Jim Miller! Gentlemen, we had a good weekend last week. We had a win, a second, and a third, so we made some money. We're giving away money this weekend, so I'll touch on that in a minute. But, uh, yeah, a lot of great racing. The Olympics are going on, so there's a lot taking place. Dude, you got you have been a machine giving away money last week. Every week it seems like yep. that's the case. Uh, the indoor restrictions, of course, have been lifted. You still have tons of fun stuff outside. You've got baseball, Olympics that people can watch, so it's a perfect time racing all weekend long under the lights. Right, Jimmy? That's right. Racing under the lights all weekend long. And that's the cool thing with the sports book open for the points bet sports book. There is Olympic action going on. A lot of it's taking place overnight, but you can always get kind of that early action in for those wagers. If you're out there at the track, want to watch something that's going on with the Olympics and the doors do open early. We're open at 8 a.m. each and every morning. So there is going to be some live events going on that you can wager on right there when the doors open. So when you come in at 8, 8 a.m., when do the the races don't start till the evening part, so it's ba- basically you're talking to baseball and the other sports. Yeah, exactly. And with the Olympics, there is live wagering on the Olympics, so you can come in there. You can bet the Olympics early on in the points bet sports book. We, of course, take simulcast action, which starts as early as 11 a.m. each and every day. And then, yeah, we're each and every night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, for the live racing. So really, you have about 14 to 16 hours to bet live at Hawthorne for sports wagering and horse wagering. Wow. So there is. There's a lot of time throughout the course of the day, and it's really just a nice place to come and hang out. That's pretty incredible. So uh, get your fix and have fun over there. Um, how about uh, wagering action this weekend? You said we're giving away money. I mean, you got some locks. What's happening here? 
Yeah, here's how we're giving away money. First, there's two picks we want to talk about. Race 8, bet the two-horse Spoxy's girl across the board. And then race 9, bet the one dirty little lies across the board. But the race to focus on is race number 11. We have a wager called the High Five Wager, which was a jackpot wager. So that meant a single winner could be the only one to hit that wager. Well, there hasn't been a single winner in over a month. So the carryover is $190,000. So what we're doing is we're making it a mandatory payout for race 11 on Saturday, which means Anybody that hits the high five, which is picking the first five in order for that race, is going to cash a ticket. So the pool is going to be somewhere between half a million and a million dollars. Add in that 190000 The payouts are huge, just a 20-cent wager. The horse I'm picking to win race 11 is the two Ashley's Joy. But really, it's a fun wager. You don't have to spend a whole lot of money, and you can make a whole lot of money there, too. But you do have to pick five, though. Is that what you're saying? We're going to bet the two, but you got to pick the first five in order? Right, you got to pick the first five in order. But with the 20-cent wager, you can put a bunch of combinations together and not have to spend a whole lot of money. So you can say you have three in first, a couple, three different horses in second and third, and then spread out in fourth and fifth. And if you get the right horses in there, it really it, it's going to be a thousands of dollar return for wow, sure. Wow, that's pretty great. Okay, so all three races at Hawthorne this weekend: race eight tomorrow, the two horse across the board; race nine, the one horse across the board; and then that big jackpot race that Jim was just talking about—the eleventh race, uh, the two horses who you're going to bet to win. But then encourage right. everybody to maybe make some, you know, take twenty cents and, like Jim said, put a few bets together uh, at twenty cents a piece uh, to try to hit the top five. Correct. Yeah, it's worth going after, like I said. It's going to be a huge pull and a huge payout there, Carm. Sounds great. Jimmy, have an awesome weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All right, boys. Take care. See you, buddy. Jimmy! Hey! Jim Miller, the one and only, baby. We yeah, love him. I got, hey, by the way, Carm, before I forget, I want to congratulate a good friend of mine, Tommy Kleinschmidt, who was just yes. named Illinois Coach of the Year of, of all the sports by the USA Today. Uh, Tommy, one of the all-timers, legendary basketball player, ended up going to DePaul, played for Gordon Tech, which is now DePaul Academy, which he now coaches. Uh, I want to congratulate him on that. I got, I got a story about Tommy. We played softball against each other when he was playing for DePaul, and everybody in the neighborhood was scared because it was the summertime, and we were afraid he was going to break a finger or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, and he, can you imagine 16-inch softball no. knocks Tommy Kleinschmidt out for DePaul? Yeah. Tommy would play. I'll tell you what, he's a legend. And I also want to bring up something else. I saw a picture of you with your son last week on Twitter. Yes. Okay? The kid's trying to keep his head clear, okay? You're leaning over him like Carl Malden, the father like, talking to Jimmy Pearsall. Carl Malden. I mean, you, you saw the movie Fear Strikes yes, Out. Fear Strikes Out. I brought out. it up to Randy last week. I go, yeah. what is he? Is he one of those parents? I don't think you are. No, I just uh, listen. I'm one of my sons. I'm one of the coaches on that team. So, oh, okay. Yes, and so uh, I, you know, we're, we're 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 we do that with a lot of the kids. We try to give them encouragement. He had made an out, um, so it's you know I, I don't. The only time I get mad at him and he knows it is when there's no hustle. That's it. The only time. Oh, you mean like Anthony Rizzo on that ground ball exactly. last night? <laughs> you want to know something? That's the only time we really chide them, Mike, is when they don't hustle. It's like, yeah. we, you know, we try to stress that more than anything. He makes an out. I don't get down on him. Do I tell him a few things? Do we? He yeah, picked sure. up a little bad hitch in his swing sure. we're trying to eradicate. But, like, that's it. It's, I'm, I'm very positive and encouraging with all these kids that we coach. So I do – I am pretty involved, but I am one of the coaches. Well, let me ask you about uh, David Ross. And, uh, you know, I always said that it was tough for a buddy. Uh, Rizzo hits a ground ball. I know he's down. Last night, he hits a sharp grounder to, to deep right, not short right field. They were playing the shift on him, and he jogged halfway down. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to get on a guy that helped make you the manager of the team. It's just been an outright disaster for the Chicago Cubs. I know Chris Bryant. I have never heard 
of the hamstring, the fatigue hamstring. Mike, <laughs> um, aren't you trying to shake the soft label and you let the team come out and say something like that? And last night he batted, and then they had a pinch runner. Let me ask you this: What happens if he hits one to the wall? If he was so hurt, they wouldn't have bat him, you know? Yeah. It's just a shame. I, I think they might be protecting him a little bit because they know they're going to trade him, too. I don't think they want him hurt. This happened with somebody else that's on the trade block. Waddle and Sylvie were talking about it yesterday. I can't remember who, but the manager came out and said he was fatigued. I mean, like, now they're not – they're just – I think they're all being so careful of the guys that they know are going to be traded. They don't want them to get hurt. So it's like, I want him to actually have the guts to go up to a guy and say, I want $250 million. I mean, if look at his year. I mean, it's been okay, and Rizzo's been know, just a disaster. Do you know what we talked about earlier on our show, though? Boris mm-hmm. always seems to get these guys paid somehow. Yeah. Even when you don't think he's going to, somehow he does. But I don't know. I told, I joked with them about a, Reinsdorf telling me back in 05 how he, he couldn't believe what Boris got Maglio in Detroit. You know? Yeah. Uh, that, that was that, that's, that's 16 years ago, 17 years ago, and like Jerry was talking. I mean, I, it's amazing how Scott does this each and every year. So. Well, you know what? He's, he's, he's the best at what he does. He could be a brace. I know they've had problems with – some teams have problems with him, but at the end of the day, he's got, he's got the hammer. He does, man. You're right. I mean, but it would be hard for me to give yeah. Anthony Rizzo anything more than a one-year deal. Mikey, what do we got for best plays for this weekend? What do we like, buddy? Uh, well, you know what? I took Minnesota uh, on yep. the uh, fabulous Carmen and Yurko show. Uh, and, and Minnesota is going to be, it's tough. I took the run line, uh, plus one and a half, minus the 140, half going. Uh, I like Milwaukee. That's what the system gave me tonight. I hate to say it, but little. I think you're right. I do, Mike. Well, I, you know what? I, I talked to right. my buddy uh, uh, John Jansen on my other show. He likes them, too. Yeah. So maybe we'll get surprised here. But all points, I mean, Milwaukee's minus uh, 123 yep. against the White Sox. Did my steadfast stuff like I usually do? It comes out Milwaukee, so I'm taking Milwaukee right. as much as I hate to. Yep, I hear you. You got to bet with uh, you your head, bet, not you your heart. Bet with your, that's yep, right. That's exactly right. Well, we talked about uh, the tough loss for the Yankees last night and how bad they've been against the Red Sox this year, just two and eight. But last time, uh, Garrett Cole faced them. Granted, he was at home. He sure. was great. Garrett Cole. I don't know if he found a different way to cheat or what, but Garrett Cole <laughs> has been very good his last two starts. Anytime I can get Garrett Cole at even money, I'll take it. Even if we lose this one, we're not losing any juice. But no. the Yankees at even money against uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, who's a lefty. And the Yankees still pound left-handed pitching. I'll roll with Garrett Cole in Fenway tonight because he's really looked sharp his last couple of Yeah, years. I like that pick also. And you know what? You're right. I mean, they're checking. I mean, last night I was watching baseball all over the place. And they before they cut the commercial, you see the umpire walk up to the pitchers. Yep, and ch- they're still doing it. This must have been a big, big problem, but it seems like they're eradicating it. Thanks to our guests today and every week. We love them. Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. Thank you to Tyler Aki and Randy Merkin. Great job, uh, as always. Mikey, it was a pleasure. I was happy to be back. Yeah, good to have you back, pal. Have a wonderful weekend, buddy. Uh, You too. Enjoy the nice weather, and we will see you next Friday, okay? I got you, buddy. Take care, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.